Dan Radio Style. Hope everybody out there is having themselves a great day. A formula for victory. This is absolutely an awesome chapter. It is the final chapter of Your Faith is Your Fortune and really rounds out the entire book. It gives us basically three rules that we follow. And he's got a great example. It's a great analogy once again. But on top of that, define your objective. First thing, right? Define your objective. He gets into it all. Second, he takes talks about taking your attention away from the obstacles. Again, all these things we've talked about throughout your faith is your fortune. So don't focus on the obstacle. Focus on the result, right? Third, close your eyes and feel it as though it has already happened. These are the three big things he's talked about. How we manage to change our consciousness, how we manage to make our consciousness shift into a higher vibration, and how we essentially keep it there, even though we may not necessarily see it yet in our physical world. And the important part is stand still in the knowing until you feel the thrill of victory. This is kind of the big takeaway. You want to stay in that place. Even if you slip down for a moment and go, oh, I don't have things, just get yourself back into that place where you have it again, where you're feeling it again. All you got to do is just shift yourself back up. And how you do that, you imagine yourself in the place where the feeling of the wish is fulfilled, where you already have what you desire and you feel it inside. That's how you get your consciousness back up. And just spend as much time in that new consciousness as possible. And as we frequently say, maybe try to keep the new pair of shoes on longer. Or keep the food in the oven until it finally finishes cooking and then open it up and see what it looks like. And it's a very, very big difference when you take the world from those standpoints. So the final chapter of Your Faith is Your Fortune and literally the formula for victory. This Of all the chapters, this will be the one that probably makes the most sense to check out if you're going to do Your Faith is Your Fortune. It's got everything wrapped up in it. So right off the beginning, the majority of people are familiar with the story of Joshua capturing the city of Jericho. What they do not know is that this story is a perfect formula for victory under any circumstances and against all odds. It is recorded that Joshua was armed only with the knowledge that every place that the sole of his foot should tread upon would be given to him, that he desired to capture or tread upon the city of Jericho, but found the walls separating him from the city impassable. It seemed physically impossible for Joshua to get beyond these massive walls and stand upon the city of Jericho. Yet, he was driven by the knowledge of the promise that regardless of the barriers and obstacles separating him from his desires, if he could just but stand upon the city, it would be given unto him. Now, this is the key where all of us deal with manifestation. We desire something. There's an obstacle in the way, whatever it is. And for some reason, that's keeping us from our goal. And so a lot of us have to figure out a way around this. So Goddard continues to set the stage for the problem, right? The book of Joshua further records that instead of fighting this giant problem of the wall, Joshua employed the services of the harlot Rahab and sent her as a spy into the city. As Rahab entered the house, which stood in the midst of the city, Joshua, who was securely barred by the impassable walls of Jericho, blew on his trumpet seven times. At the seventh blast, the walls crumbled, and Joshua entered the city victoriously. To the uninitiated, the story is senseless. To the one who sees it as a psychological drama rather than as a historical record, it is most revealing. If we would follow the example of Joshua, our victory would be similarly simple. Joshua symbolizes to you, the reader, your present state. 
The city of Jericho symbolizes your desire or defined objective. The walls of Jericho symbolize the obstacles between you and the realization of your objectives. The foot symbolizes the understanding. Placing the sole of foot upon a definite place indicates fixing a definite psychological state. Rehab, or Rahab, sorry, the spy is your ability to travel secretly or psychologically to any place in space. Consciousness knows no frontier. No one can stop you from dwelling psychologically at any point or in any state of space-time. Now, what he's starting to build here is the understanding that no matter what the obstacle is, no matter what the wall is, by using my imagination, I can go past the wall. I can go past the obstacle. I can go to the place that they're trying to block me from. They got their arms up. They're like, no, you won't get around me. And I'm like, all right, watch. I'll stand here. Imagine being past you. And look, I'm past you. It is the imagining that there is no obstacle that creates a way around the obstacle. It forces it to come to fruition. So he's building the story for this. Regardless of the physical barriers separating you from your objective, you can, without effort or help of anyone, annihilate time, space, and barriers. Thus, you can dwell psychologically in the desired state. So although you may not be able to tread physically upon a state or city, you can always tread psychologically upon any desired state. By treading psychologically, I mean that you can now, this moment, close your eyes and after visualizing or imagining a place or state other than your present one, actually feel that you are now in such a place or state. You can feel the condition to be so real that upon opening your eyes, you are amazed to find that you are not physically there. A harlot, as you know, gives to all men that which they ask of her. Rahab, the harlot, symbolizes your infinite capacity to psychologically assume any desired state without questioning whether or not you are physically or merely fit to do so. You can today capture the modern city of Jericho or your defined objective if you will psychologically reenact this story of Joshua. But to capture the city and realize your desires, you must carefully follow the formula of victory as laid down in the book of Joshua. This is the application of the victorious formula as a modern mystic reveals it today. First, define your objective, not the manner of obtaining it, but your actual objective. Pure and simple. Know exactly what it is you desire so that you have a clearer mental picture of it. So again, imagine the end state. Imagine the place that you're going to be. Do not look at the how. Do not look at the steps in between. Do not mess with the middle ground, as I frequently said, but look at the end result. Secondly, Take your attention away from the obstacles which separate you from the objective and place your thoughts on the objective itself. Meaning, if there are any blockages in your way, stop looking at them. Every time people say, I'm doing all the things right in Law of Attraction, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this, but they're still not there. But the third party's still there. But someone else is doing the job. But I still don't have a car. Stop focusing on the obstacle. Stop the but. Get your butt behind you where it belongs. I just made that up. That's kind of funny. Thirdly, close your eyes and feel that you are already in the city or state that you would capture. Remain within the psychological state until you get a conscious reaction of complete satisfaction in the victory. Then, by simply opening your eyes, return to your former conscious state. You want to remain in this state. You want to remain in the understanding that this is happening. You want to remain in the feeling that this is happening, that this is occurring, that this is what I have right now. 
Like right now I have it. So it's physically coming into fruition. It's physically forming. It's physically crystallizing. And in but a moment, in just but a, a, a moment's time, whatever that is, and on the Sabbath, the day of rest as he gets into, but in just a moment, your realization, your physical world will match your internal world. This secret journey into the desired state with its subsequent psychological reaction of complete satisfaction is all that is necessary to bring about the total victory. This victorious psychical state will embody itself despite all opposition. It has the plan and power of self-expression. From this point forward, follow the example of Joshua, who, after psychologically dwelling in the desired state until he received a complete conscious reaction of victory, did nothing more to bring about this victory than to blow seven times on his trumpet. The seventh blast symbolizes the seventh day, a time of stillness or rest, the interval between the subjective and objective states, a period of pregnancy or joyful expectancy. The stillness is not the stillness of the body, but rather the stillness of the mind, a perfect passivity, which is not indolence, but a living stillness born of trust in this immutable law of consciousness. Seventh Blast really talks about the space between, the moments between the moments, the moments between right now where I have it and this other right now where it's physically in my real world. I have it right now. It is mine right now. It belongs to me. It is mine. It is crystallizing as we speak. But at some point in the not-so-distant future, some point somewhere, at some amount of time that's reasonable or whatever, Goddard says it all the time, is at some amount of time, this thing is going to show itself. And you hold that vision until it shows in your physical world. You don't doubt, you don't question, because you know it's coming. You know that through your harlot, through your imagination, that you're able to get through the barrier, get into the city, and allow yourself to make it there. Those not familiar with this law or formula for victory in attempting to still their minds succeeded only in acquiring a quiet tension, which is nothing more than compressed anxiety. But you, who know this law, will find that after capturing the psychological state, which would be yours if you were already victoriously and actually entrenched in that city, will move forward towards the physical realization of your desires. You will do this without doubt or fear, in a state of mind fixed in this knowledge of a pre-arranged victory. You will not be afraid of the enemy because the outcome has already been determined by the psychological state that preceded the physical offensive. And all the forces of heaven and earth cannot stop the victorious fulfillment of that state. Stand still in the psychological state defined as your objective until you feel the thrill of victory. Then, with confidence born of the knowledge of this law, watch the physical realizations of your objective. Set yourself, stand still, and watch the salvation of the law with you. This is truly the step, the secret, the part that all of us need to remember. These three simple rules... These three simple pieces of the formula will ensure your victory when you follow it. Now, when you doubt, when you look up the objectives, when you don't follow this advice, then yes, you're going to have mixed results, possibly very bad results. When you actually ignore the fact that there's something maybe blocking you, when you ignore the fact that there are certain things that need to happen in order for this does this defined outcome to occur? 
Well, that's fine. And that's part of the experiences that will occur. That's part of the seven trumpet calls, if you will, right? The seventh one's going to be that final thing, and bam, you're finally at your destination. It's finally in your physical world. But the first six trumpet blows, maybe were steps in that direction, starting a dating, a dating app, right? Or maybe getting a, doing your resume and getting that pumped up, getting some clothes for your uh, interview, maybe going and test driving some cars to see what they feel like so you can imagine them better. Maybe doing some house shopping, going and going to some open houses and getting a feel for how different model homes are set up and whatnot and giving you ideas for how you'd like to do your home. Maybe you hop on Pinterest. Maybe you're hopping online and looking at images there. But there's any number of ways to get ourselves to that place. To that place, being in that place, feeling that energy and not noticing any blocks or obstacles, not noticing the wall. When we follow that advice and know that what starts inside ourselves and what we feel is true and that feeling holding on to it as long as possible, that is the living in the end. That is the living in the end. Keep that feeling with you. And as you do, it is yours right now. It continues to be yours right now as you step through this day, as you step through tomorrow, as you step through the following day. It continues to be yours through every single step. And at some point, physically, it shows up in your reality. Follow these steps and your dream is yours. Dan Radio Style.